respect. Let's see what Joey says. First off to this man, you have no right to speak to anyone that way. You don't classify. Okay. Nope. Lost me. Lost me on that one. You don't have a right to speak to anyone that way. Yes, you do. It's called free speech. You absolutely do. By all women based off that girl. And you absolutely never touch someone's property. Okay. That part I agree with. Yes. You never touch somebody's property, but he says he has no right to speak to that girl in that way. Um, actually, yeah, you do. You have a right to speak to anybody any way you want. That's free speech. Yeah. But to criticize her for what she's doing. Yes. He absolutely has every right. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke. We got um, a special heterosexual Jewish bearded life partner, Josh, over there operating those controls like a Dominion software employee. Just tick, 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 tick. Votes go missing. And that's Phil Collins. So, so, studio. I don't, I don't even know what that, what does that even stand for? Uh, it's, I like it. Can you turn the volume of my headset up just a hair, please? Yeah. Just, just a smidge, just a little smidge. A little, I think that's the wrong one. A check, check, check. That's the wrong one too. Check, check, check one, two. That's the wrong one as well. Yeah, it's, you know, not doing anything. Check one, two, nope. That's the one right there. Down just a little bit, just a little, little bit more. That's it, a little bit more down, down. Right there, perfect, perfect. That's, that's good, that's good. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Stay away. Because you're naughty. 
You're naughty. What's going on, folks? The hell's ha- going on? Eh? Happy Friday. Glad to have you with us today at the uh, the show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I was just talking to Josh prior to this that uh, yesterday I'm going to be taking off from work early today. I've got so much yard work I need to get started on that I'm taking these Italian ferns. I forget what they're actually called and planting them around the uh, foundation, the pool areas from from some privacy. And then um, planted a plum tree yesterday. I need to go find a lemon tree somewhere. I've got about 10 plots for trees on the property and I want to fill them all because... Why not have fruit? And then I got two tomato plants yesterday. I planted those. And I was telling Josh on my property, for those that actually give a crap about gardening and stuff like that, on my uh, horticulturists or whatever you call yourselves, little, little, little green thumbs, um, horticulturists. Is that what it is? Hort- yeah, hort- horticulture? Yeah. Growing stuff, I think it is. Botany is the study of. And I thought hort- horticulture was the actual practice and impl- implementation. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this. But... Um, uh, yeah, I believe we're streaming on Rumble. Oh, no, it says we're not. Let me try and reconnect. Stand by. Stand by. It does that. It said it was streaming, and now it says it's not. Now I'm restarting it. Let's see if it works. Sending data. Uh, now it says it's streaming. Okay. We should be good now. We should be good. Um, so, uh, on the back part of the property... I've got... Um, so, if you go to Lowe's, they actually have these cinder blocks that are crossed... And essentially on the cross sections of the outside square, you can put like slats. It's pretty simple. They're like three bucks a pop. So I bought like a bunch of those cross section uh, cinder blocks. And then I got some uh, two by sixes and used them as the framing of a topsoil garden bed. And it's about 30 to 40 feet long. So um, I've, I planted two tomato plants yesterday. And then I'm going to wait about another month before planting the strawberries and the blueberries. Because if it's slightly cold, it kills them. But the thing I've been working on is composting. And for any of my experienced listeners that know anything about this, weigh in on the comments on this one, please. What do you do for actual better composting? Because I've got like a little, um, it's it's a plastic uh, barrel, if you will, and the side unscrews and it's on a roller so you can kind of turn it. So I put some soil in there. I put eggshells. I've put uh, greens and browns, stuff like that. I've had it going all winter. Um, unbeknownst to me. And then I'll wet it in there. I'll turn it, let it compost more. And the other thing I was concerned about is I use straw or excuse me, I use uh, wood chips for the bedding for my chickens. Now, if I put those wood chips in there with their, with their poop and I put that in the composter, how long would it take those wood chips to compost versus if I just use regular hay? Because I'm, I'm kind of concerned on that, but everybody was talking about that or I've been reading a lot that says, you know, you do want to use that chicken poop, but you don't want to make, you don't want to use it fresh because it'll burn the plants. But they said, put it in the composter for a few months helps definitely enrich the soil. Um, but I'm to the point where this first batch is done. And then after I get everything planted in like a month, um, I'm going to go ahead and spread it all over the top of the garden. Um, well, it says I learned temperature matters and need to heat compost to a certain temperature, but how do you do that in the, um, in the winter time? Like how, how do you, how do you make sure it stays heat? Like, cause I've heard there's a difference now between hot composting and cold composting. And this sounds like a sex thing. I don't know. It's like, you want to do some hot composting, baby? Uh, I'm curious on this one, but essentially this is supposed to be very nutrient rich. It's like steroids for your garden. It helps come, it helps the, uh, the fruits and veggies grow bigger, faster. Um, it's a, a natural way of doing this. Sounds like you might need some of this CBD lube that we have. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com as Josh so eloquently and naturally just shifted into the advertisement portion of the episode of the show. Oh, my gosh. What's going on, folks? Hey, uh, it, will stay na- it will stay hot as, uh, as it decomposes. Uh, yeah, I've been turning it every fruit few days. Use chicken poop to make the tea, make tea fertile. Wait, what? I don't know. Coal component doesn't produce the bacteria and nutrients it needs. I think it has to be done through an actual heated compost. Okay. Well, then I'm probably not going to spread what I've got now. I'll probably just keep adding to that during the summer because that heat will definitely help it um, at least the next two or three months. And it's in the sun, so it'll get, it'll get warm naturally. But I'll keep adding water. And I've heard that it smells really bad, but it's supposed to be like the worse it smells, the better it is. Really? So I might even dump my own poop in there. Why not, right? <laughs> Scoop the topsoil of your chicken pen. That works uh, great in my garden. Uh, the topsoil, the chicken pen, but it's all like dirt. It's all, it's just nothing but dirt because, you know, they, they kick the, they scrape the grass away. You're talking about that? I don't know. Make sure you do me a favor. Hit that thumbs up button. 
that helps us out with the algorithm. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, going to a fun event tonight. Some friends of ours are performing in downtown Dallas at a, uh, a live orchestra. And they're performing tango. It's our tango coaches. And they're performing like two or three things tonight. And this is a um, an international traveled um, symphony or orchestra, rather. Or symphony, or, yeah, same thing, I guess. Um, and they're performing, I think, three songs to it. And then afterwards, there's, there's multiple other performances as well. But then afterwards, there's going to be a malanga in the main area of the building. And it's one of these nice buildings in Dallas. It's one of these theaters. Um, it's across from the opera hall. So I'm excited for that. It's going to be a good time. Um, they're going to host them along out there with a live band. And the last time I went to one of those was in like Buenos Aires. Like they don't have that normally. It's usually a DJ, but this is going to be a live orchestra performing um, tango, tango music. And super excited for that. Uh, people said, do you use pesticide? No, I haven't used any pesticide. Haven't had a need to. I am going to enclose the garden and I'll, I'll post updates on my private Instagram. If you go to John Burke Insta, you can see updates there. I think I'll update on Twitter as well at not John Burke. Um, just so, you know, I can trial and error this thing. And around the outside of the house, there's about two foot from the founder, from the, the edge of the brick of the house, two foot to the concrete. And they filled it with small little pebbles. And they planted some succulents here and there around it. But on the back side of the house, they didn't plant anything. So yesterday, I dug that all up. And I dug into the, the, the soil a little bit. The soil that surrounds the house, it's just hard clay. Uh, you can't plant anything in that. So I've been digging down into it and then putting topsoil on it. And then I planted, last yesterday, I planted all of our mint. And then today I'm going to do the same thing on the opposite side. Plant the spearmint, the rosemary, basil. I want to have all of the, and then I think we're going to plant some citronella uh, and actual potted plants because we have a mosquito problem out there. It's in the country. I don't know why they're just so rampant. There's no water source near us, but it's just really bad with mosquitoes. So we're going to plant some citronella, um, have that going. Keep the chickens away from the garden or they will eat. Yeah, I know, Tater. I, I'm going to have to surround it. I'm going to put a uh, wire in there, build a little gate. There's no other way around it because I've already, as soon as I put the tomatoes in there, like the chickens are sitting there eyeballing it. And it's like, you little fuckers. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you got some tomatoes there, huh? So, um, but I only got two tomato plants this year because normally they produce like a lot, like a lot. And then we're going to grow grapes, a lot of fruits and veggies, um, because I'm just, I'm to the point now where it's like, we eat so much processed stuff. I want to have yeah. some naturally good, organically grown fruits and veggies. So excited for that. Excited for that. How are we doing today? Rumble? How's everybody out there? It's a Friday afternoon. Hopefully you're having a great day. The weekend's upon us. We've made it through another week. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Um, yeah, you did mint just so just sowed our amaranth yesterday. Yes. Yes. Yay. What's what's amaranth? Besides the titty stream everybody knows about. <laughs> Build a chicken tractor. It's a movable pen. Uh, what? Uh, that pen's not movable. I, I've staked that mofo down. Like, it ain't going anywhere. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I even surrounded it with, like, six six inches of the uh, chicken wire into the ground so nothing can dig under there. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's not going to yeah. happen. It's, I'm not moving that bad boy. It's, it's too much. Plus, there's, like, there's a big um, hen house in there and then a small little coop. So they have, when we get, I think we're going to get like five more chickens this summer and it'll be enough room for everybody. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not moving that chicken thing. It's not going to happen. Um, open the phone lines. Why, why are y'all so, no, I'm not open. I'm open the phone lines when I fucking feel like it. Why does everybody want to call in all of a sudden? Like you don't call for the rest of the time. And now it's like, open the phone lines. Open the phone. No, we got shit to talk about. Jesus. Here's my soul. Like, what do you like? Just type it in the chat if it's that important. Jesus. Good Lord. The fuck's with these people? I gotta stop cussing. Why are y'all making me cuss? Stop doing this. Stop doing this. Um, this episode of today is brought to you by 1920brand.com. If you haven't checked that out, you should. 1920brand, it's drink mix combinations we've got on the, uh, on the for sale for you. We've got the old-fashioned whiskey drink mix, and we also have the uh, mojito. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm excited for this. It is really good. It's actually very delicious. Yeah. Uh, very reasonably priced. Um, one of these bad boys will make up to roughly 16 drinks. It's $35.99. Can't beat that. $34.99. Uh, again, 1920brand.com for your drink mix necessity or your drink mix needs. This stuff is insanely delicioso. We've got the old fashioned for our whiskey fans. And then we've got the mojito mix. And uh, both of these are non-alcoholic. You can add them to your drink. A little bit goes a long way. Very tasty. Made right here in Texas. This is our company. We appreciate that love and support. Again, it is 1920brand.com. What are you waiting for? Go jump on this. Go jump on this. There's the link. If you're not doing this, you're wrong. 
You're wrong. If you build a smaller movable pen, the chickens can go after the bugs. Um, you know, I, I don't... I think I'm good with where they're at. They're happy. They know where it's at. They go in there at night. Um, I, don't think I'm, I don't think I want to build a movable pen. That, that's going to require too much on me. Uh, I do need to get more chickens, though. Um, I do need to get more chickens. Because even with two eggs a day... It's still a lot, but I just feel like the attrition rate is so high with chickens. They die so easily. Um, and then people raise a lot of meat chickens. Uh, I don't think Sheila could could do it. Why? I just, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Snap their neck, pluck those bad boys, gut them, and then freaking cook them. Absolutely. Delicious. But also, it's kind of like I could. I just don't want to because I, I love them. I love my little chickens. I'm a little chicken nuggets. I got Miss Pecky, and the other one doesn't even have a name because I don't love her that much. Miss Pecky, she's like the runt, and she's also the most aggressive. Like, when I come home and I open the gate to drive through the driveway, they're free range. So they, 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 we have two acres, and they walk everywhere. And so when I pull in, they see the truck, and they literally come running at my ass from across the way. They see me home because every time I pull up, I give them, like, dried grub worms because it's great for the high protein and eggs and stuff. And, like, they're so spoiled. And then they're, if I, like, ignore them and don't give them stuff and I walk straight into the house, they sit there and they start squawking. They're like, like, screaming at me. I'm like, the entitlement of these little feathered McNuggets. Like, how dare you? It's like, Jesus. It's like, you're only alive because of me and you're going to sit here and scream at me if I don't give you grub worms? Like, it's nuts. It's ridiculous. So, um, yeah, you, you can't name them after you've... You can't eat them after you've named them. I mean, you could. I mean, that's some... That's some... Uh, I'll call you delicious. <laughs> You're tasty. You're delicious. <laughs> you're going good in barbecue sauce. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I do want to get about five more chickens, and then I'll probably have a lot of eggs to give away because even with two eggs a day, um, I'll forget to go out there and collect their eggs. The other day, there was like almost a dozen waiting for me. I'm like, holy crap. Wow. Oh, yeah, bro. It's if you, it's easy to forget because you got so much stuff going on, and they have their coop, and it's a very nice coop. So if one spot, one time, there was like almost two dozen because one had stopped laying because I think it was because winter, she was a little stressed. And then uh, I f she just started laying all of a sudden and I wasn't frequenting it enough out there. And then I go walk out there and there's like two dozen eggs. I'm like, Jesus. So we've been cooking a lot of egg-based products and I take the shells, grind them up. And then I take like our coffee we make every morning, take the grounds, grind them up, put them in a bowl. I'll go throw them in the composter, wet it down, spin it, crush it up. So they say like all of your leftover food. Uh, but I did see that they said, don't put meat. Like don't throw meat because apparently it stinks really bad. Although, right. I, yeah, whatever. But uh, vegetables, for, we throw everything in there. If there's any, anything organic that we eat that we have leftovers of, throw it in the composter. It's just more fruits and uh, or more, um, more nutrients. So they said name the chickens after the sauces. <laughs> your buffalo, your ranch, uh, you're the special sauce for Burger King. Uh, let's get into it. Laura Trump once again showing that she is a uh, typical moron. Laura Trump says Republicans are willing to pay Donald Trump's massive legal bills. No, no, we're not. That's not why anybody donates to the RNC. And this again, folks, this is why you should stop donating to the RNC. This is exactly why. Now, if Laura Trump does co-chair with What's-His-Face after Ron McDaniel steps down after South, which, by the way, wasn't South Carolina. That's coming up. I think South Carolina primaries are coming up. Yeah. Is it this weekend? Uh, let me, let me look. Yeah. Well, right now, all the polls that were for whatever they're worth are showing that Nikki Haley is behind Trump by at minimum 30 points. I don't know why she's staying in the race at this point. It's like, you've lost, yeah, you lost in Nevada. It's Saturday. Okay. So she lost in Nevada to literally nobody, like literally nobody. And she lost like, okay, look, Nikki, I get that. You know, I, the tiger, you know, she's crazy. Just drop she's like, out. We're gaining on him. Yeah, you're not, you're not gaining at all. It's like, that's why I was kind of irked that DeSantis dropped out after I was like, at least go to New Hampshire and see if you can close the Capitol. And if you can't, fair enough. There's your indicator. Because everybody's like, okay, stay in for Ohio. Like Trump had a 30 point lead in Ohio. I was like, okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. I was like, no, let's go to South. Let's go to New Hampshire. Let's see if you can close that gap. And then let's see uh, South Carolina at the worst or Nevada. He dropped. And it's like, okay. Nikki stuck it out. It's like, look, um, based upon the DeSantis blueprint, you're not improving. So you might as well go ahead and drop. You're not going to win. Yeah, DeSantis like, is way smarter than Nikki Haley is. Yeah. And he was also more popular. Like, yeah. uh, you know, people are kind of like, well, then why did, why did DeSantis endorse Trump versus Nikki? It's like, because Nikki came in third. Why would he, why would he endorse a third place person? It's like, it's good. And also he signed the pledge to endorse whoever the nominee was. And that looked like it's going to be Trump. Although Trump did not. Trump said he's not going to sign that pledge, which I thought was complete bullshit. But DeSantis understands the need for team playing. And I also think he's trying to set himself up for a 2028 run by playing by the rules. Being yeah, you nice. don't want to destroy your political career over this one election. 
I mean, it was a it's a shit show going into yeah. it because Trump is coming back and he has so much momentum with him. He does, but and the I think thing he, that I found, he got a lot of pissed off Americans as well. So <laughs> the thing that I found hilarious about it though was um, <clears throat> that many of the MAGA people on Twitter were they're still so irked that DeSantis even decided to run. And they hate DeSantis more than Haley because DeSantis actually posed a threat to Trump. Like Trump said, he's like, yeah, I took that seriously after the fact. But then they're, they're coming out and they're saying, I was like, we're going to find someone to primary DeSantis on his next election. It's like, who's going to tell him? Like, who's who's going to tell him? Like, this is it for DeSantis. He can't run again. Yeah. Like, it's that. So it's like, okay. But this, again, this shows an issue I've discussed many times on the show that when you've got Trump putting his his kin in there and you've got nepotism, folks, it's going to turn to the party of Trump. We I've been over this time and time again. We've talked about this. Um, uh, prospective Republican National Committee official Laura Trump says the party should use its money to help father-in-law Donald Trump become president, possibly including help with his massive legal bill. She says, I can assure you that my loyalty is to my father-in-law and I will make sure that every penny is used properly. No. No, your loyalty should be to the people, to the Constitution, not to your father-in-law. I'm sorry, but this has just gone beyond the realms of sanity. I, I don't, I, I just, I get, I understand why they're doing this. It's a cult. It's a legitimate cult. Now you want to use taxpayer money, or rather you want to use donor money, that which again, Ronald McDaniels has done such a horrible job that they have hardly any cash on hand for the 2024 presidential run they're trying to fundraise still but everybody i mean technically if you think about it the reason rnc donations are down so far is number one nobody likes ronna mcdaniel number two people are already donating to trump's legal funds i'm not i'm sure hell no you're yeah. a billionaire dude absolutely i would not. just donate to the individual candidate if you want that's to what i would do yes yep. that's what i've done i've donated thomas massey i donated DeSantis. um but i will never donate to the rnc i don't care even if it's not i'm not no. even if it's not Excuse me, if it's not Laura Trump, still not doing it. Donate to the individual candidates because the RNC has lost any credibility they'd ever have. I mean, they're, they're a part of the establishment, they're I part agree. of the swamp. I agree. I think it's whoever's the head of it. But if you got Laura, Lo or Laura, Lo excuse me, if you got Laura Trump and then Laura Loomer, who's in there, who I guarantee she's vying for position. Like Laura Loomer's vying for, I know people don't believe me when I say this because I was watching some other stuff earlier about potential candidates that Trump's picking for certain cabinet positions. I don't think he's going to pick Loomer for anything because she's too insane. So, but Loomer is aiming for something. I think she wants something in Press the GOP. Secretary. I, you know, I don't think that she. You, I would do that just to. Trump Jr. floated it, but I think it was trolling. Loomer is not someone that can handle that. Like, if here's the thing, if they were going to pick somebody, he would say yes. I'd say Tucker Carlson probably be your best option right there. He knows how to deal with the press. This is not his first day, but Tucker is also in this this very um, unique position to where he doesn't need to, and yeah. he's not going to. Yeah, I, wouldn't I wouldn't either. It's like, dude, I'm making millions doing what I want to do. Why the hell would I ever work for you? Because when you maintain that position of isolation, yet people are drawn to you, you wield the power. You can do whatever you want. Like people want you to interview them. There's like, I want that guy to interview me because he's got, the, he's got the reach. Tucker is exploding on Twitter right now. So I don't think Tucker would ever do it. I don't think it'd be stupid. It'd be a foolish move. Um, but when I look at someone like Laura Trump, who's coming in there wanting to help co-chair the RNC, and let's not get it twisted, she'd chair it. She wouldn't be just co-chair. She'd run that bad boy. The other guy is just there for a name. Yeah. But Laura Trump would go in there, and she would divert, as she's already said, loyalty to Trump. She says, my loyalty is to my father-in-law. No, your loyalty, honestly, if you're in that position, should be to the party as a whole. You should be looking at various different races for the RNC to get involved in and endorse and help give money to. It's not about Trump. It's not a lot about his legal bills. And right now, folks, everything's going to those legal bills. I'm, I, I just disagree with this. I think it's a stupid move. I think it's a very stupid move. Yeah, I feel like he could probably pay off, his, especially since yeah. uh, Truth Social came out with like a $4 billion evaluation. So unless he inflated that, I don't see where the bill for I'm sorry. Like, where did that come from? Like $4 billion? Nobody's on Truth Social. It's, it's a it, Trump it, app. Like it goes public. That's that was his evaluation. So. Oh, if it went public. Oh, well, at the same like <sighs> Truth Social is a dead echo chamber. It's as soon as Elon bought get $4 Twitter, billion dollars out of it. That's that's an evaluate. Who's here? OK, here's the thing. Who's going to pay $4 billion for Truth Social? Number one. It ain't going to be a Democrat because Trump's tainted that. Democrats will never go to true social. It's not going to happen. Liberals, 
Even Republicans, if you go to Truth Social and you post on there, folks, it is a Trump, it's a massive Trump troll echo chamber. There is nothing good that comes out of it. You don't have good conversation. It's literally the boomers. The boomers have left Facebook and went to Truth Social. Truth Social could have started out great. I mean, it could have done very well, but instead it turned into a turning point um, echo chamber and it got destroyed. Same, yeah, is what it is. But here's the other thing. Republicans are confronted with empty seats at CPAC. This year's conservative uh, political action conference reportedly has a smaller room and turnout when compared to past years. CPAC started Wednesday and continues until Saturday in Washington, D.C., um, featuring speakers including former President Donald Trump, Representatives uh, Elise Stefanik, uh, Stefanki and Jim Jordan, Vance, uh, Ramaswamy, Gabbard, Mike Lindell, um, Byron Donalds, Tommy Tuberville, and Laura Trump, Trump's daughter-in-law, and his pay, blah, 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 blah. So it's, it's, a, it's a MAGA. It's a MAGA rally is all this is. This is not, you know, this is not, these are not conservatives. I'm sorry, they're not. These are not conservatives. They are Trump psychophants. Absolutely not. I'm not going to this. Why would I want to go to this? It's nuts. It's nothing but Trump worship. Now you look at the photos, Republicans against Trump, that's just a Democrat Twitter, but you look at the room and it's just like, there's so many empty seats. Now that also depends on the speaker though, because that's what they do on Twitter. Both sides are guilty. um, Both sides are guilty of doing this. Okay. They'll pick a low time. I remember seeing this during the Trump and DeSantis runoffs, and this is not me picking a political side. Both parties or both sides would find a, 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 a booth of that candidate when nobody was manning it or when it wasn't open. And they take a picture. It's like, see, nobody's at the booth. And it's like, no, the doors aren't open yet. Or it's actually an over, a closed event. It's over. So it also depends on who's speaking. I can't really tell who's speaking in this. So, But they said the numbers for CPAC this year are way lower than ever before. I actually read another article. Um, and this has nothing to do with Trump. I read an article earlier that said almost all right-leaning MSM outlets, the Gateway Pundit, and if you want to consider them right or not, it doesn't matter, Daily Wire, Breitbart, Fox News, comparative to 2020 are down, like so far down in unique visitors. Like they said, Daily Wire has dropped by 78%. Yeah. It's insane. Like, and you look at each one, it's like you can kind of pinpoint why they've all started to shrink. Fox, Fox, they became just like an echo chamber. You can't trust them. Like those guys were all over the place. Uh, Breitbart, they became a Trump echo chamber. And that's not me saying they shouldn't be. I'm just saying that when you go to that level, don't expect, like even now when I go to Breitbart, it's like, man, it, you're not going to find anything that is in opposition to MAGA whatsoever. It's all going to be pro MAGA stuff. So then you have to go to the alternative, which is CNN, and they're always going to be anti, but you can never find anything that's like down the middle. Yeah. Praise and critic. Just the news. I remember J- you talking about just the J- news. Yeah. John Solomon is a great reporter. But are they, are they, would you consider them, uh, where would you align them politically? If you uh, had to, if you had to. Conservative. You think so? Okay. But I'm, they call things pretty, pretty I'm going to start checking them out then because I like that. Yeah, and John Solomon's a good, I okay. mean, he's a solid journalist. Yeah. But, uh, Catherine Heritage, who just got fired from CBS, she's a solid uh, uh, investigative reporter. Let me pull this up then. Justthenews.com. Um, Daily Wire, I can guarantee, I, I know why they've dropped. Number one, you hire, you hired Candace Owens, Ray Scrifter extraordinaire. She's an idiot. There was a lot of people on the Daily Wire thing when they hired her, even now when she came out with her Israel stance, people were like, done, unsubscribing. Like the fact that you even hire, she was a DEI hire is what that was. Candace, so? She's a race grifter. That's all she's ever been. I think they were just trying to get her audience. Oh, of course she they has were. a large audience. But at the same her. time, it's like, look, but, you have to look at this by, woman's track record. She's insane. That, they lost a lot of their audience. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Was that a good trade off? No, it wasn't. Yeah. That's not, it was a horrible move. They should horrible move. Seen that coming though. You would think you'd think so. You would think, but they went forward with it. Cause she doesn't seem like a team player. She's not. Candace Owens thinks that she's untouchable. Yeah. She can do whatever she want. Which is, um, I mean, which I've, is I've fine. Seen her, I've seen her defenses when people yeah. go at her on Twitter. I've seen her use the black card. I've, I've seen her use the female card, the pregnant female card. She's dropped every card under the sun. Uh, she's not someone I would ever trust. We saw Blexit. She made a lot of money on Blexit. Nothing actually happened. Turning Point has not done jack. We have not seen voter percentage turnouts and the young people increase hardly at all. Turning Point's been a massive waste. But again, they're talking about like our goal is to go out there and, you know. I don't know. Cre- those guys have done pretty well for themselves. Oh, they've I, made millions. They, they, are, they, they are very rich. They've accomplished what, whatever they, they wanted, set out yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. So to get they're, rich. They're yeah. winning either way. 
Oh, they don't give a fuck. They don't care. Kirk and the rest of them, they don't care. Now Kirk is gone rogue. Now there there's speculative reports talking about how Trump is pissed off at Kirk because Kirk's attacks on MLK. And it's like, what what you're what are you doing here? And it's like, but here's the deal. Like, do you think Trump can rein in Kirk? You think in terms like you need to shut up, stop talking about this. This is not good. This is not good for the parody. Here's what happens when you give you give mouthpieces to these guys when they're very young and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And then what happens? They get this this false sense of power. And here we are now. Now Kirk goes on this vendetta against Martin Luther King Jr. with the likes of Matt Walsh and the rest of them. It's like, what the hell? You, what, what's wrong? Do you really want to lose 2024? Like, I don't have a dog in this fight anymore. My dog's gone. But I'm looking at this and I'm just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, I get that you want Trump to win because you don't want Biden. Fair enough. I get it. I was like, but you attacking black people through MLK Jr. Like, what, are, what do you hope to accomplish here? It's like, maybe there's a time and a place for things, but going after MLK, oh, uh, he's a communist supporter, adulterer. It's like, yeah, I get that. I think a lot of people understand and recognize that. And I'm not saying that he should be uh, above criticism. Absolutely not. I was like, but why now? And the reasoning is, according to Matt Walsh, was, well, if the left is going to demonize the right's historical heroes, we're going to do the same to the left. It's like, I get that, but you've got an election coming up and maybe don't demonize black voters. I'm just, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Maybe not the best time for it, but Kirk went full speed ahead. And it's like, you people are idiots. And you know, I have a friend that actually works behind the scenes with a lot of this. And she reached out. She told me, she's like, John, she's like, I'm not lying to you. She's like, please don't mention me by name. I I've worked with the Trump group. I've worked behind in political, uh, behind politics for a very long time. She goes, there is no plan right now. She's like, there's none. There is nothing guiding the Republican Party. There's nothing guiding MAGA. There's nothing guiding the GOP. We are just flapping in the wind right now. It's like Trump is throwing everything into chaos. There is no guidance. There is no leadership. I'm like, it's evident. It's clearly evident. And I don't mean leadership in the sense of like, you're going to follow me, but leadership in the sense of somebody standing up saying, I'm going to set the example. Here's where I'm going. You can choose to follow me. You can choose to not. It's up to you. But we don't have any leadership. There's none. Everything's just chaotic yeah, with Democrats he, Fetterman comes out and acts more of a leader than Donald Trump yeah I don't think Trump has a solid he doesn't second man behind him, you know what I mean he doesn't have anybody around him that's yeah. given him good guidance he's got Mike Lindell I mean, Roger Stone these all morons these lawsuits and everything they take up your time yeah they do so they're bleeding him dry with us he needs like a good right-hand man that could go out and fill in in these spots that would require Trump being able to put his ego aside and actually take guidance and listen to somebody i don't think he's of the mind to do that yeah if i were him i would uh speed up the vp process yeah put his pick out there he does need to make a pick and then at least he could have somebody on his side that could go out to these events where he can't because yeah. he's got tied up in all these uh i agree legal battles if you okay if, if you were if you were donald trump and you you got to pick who would you pick as vp Who's your per? If you were Donald Trump, given the conditions we have now, who do you think the smartest VP pick I for him my, would be? My first pick would be DeSantis. Okay, why was that? Because I'm glad you said that. That's what I was saying. But why would you? Why would you suggest that? Because he's a clear front runner for 2028. Is it the only reason? Uh, I think he would fight harder than yeah. you know most other VPs. Yeah, uh, I think he would get you know, whatever uh, task put was put I in agree. front of him. I think he would get it done. I think and uh, he, yes. And he just wouldn't like. I'm glad to hear you say that. He wouldn't Kamala Harris it. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Like you're the borders are, and you never go down to the border. I don't think anybody could Kamala Harris it, even if they tried. Kamala just has this very unique capability of just screwing up anything her little fingers touch. Yeah, and it, you know, and Trump is seventy-seven. Yeah, he's so up there, yeah. if something did happen to yeah. him health-wise, mm -hmm. you would want somebody to step in that could. I agree. DeSantis is forty-five. He's yeah. still younger. Yeah. It's good. Now I agree with your initial point though that DeSantis is the guy that number one. I feel like he would inspire unity. He would inspire leadership. He's a guy that if Trump said, look, I need you to go to this rally. I need you to go do this, yada, yada. I think DeSantis could rally the people. Now, a lot of MAGA people are like, I don't like DeSantis. Like, yeah, you do. I was like, if Trump blessed off on DeSantis and Trump said, I want him as my VP pick, you'd like him. Yeah. It's like the only reason you didn't like DeSantis, it wasn't for his policies because Kat Turg, Sobasek, Lindell, Kerry Lake, all these nerd grifters, you praised DeSantis not even a year and a half ago. You sang his praises. You love this guy. But then if he decides to run against Trump, suddenly he's worse than Biden. That's why it's like, I have no respect for these people. You could have at least taken the position of saying, look, I like DeSantis. Great governor. I want to see him in 28, but I want to see Trump right now. 
But these grifters, they didn't take that positioning. Yeah. They they threw every accusation at him, underage drinking, uh, affair on his wife, his wife fake breast cancer, like Laura Loomer accused him of. And so when these things go viral and Trump doesn't say anything in opposition to it, saying that you need to knock that off, that's not leadership. That is not leadership. That's letting the monkeys run the circus. And Laura Loomer is a trans monkey. You need to put that, put that shithead in a cage. She's an idiot. She is a fucking idiot. And they never say anything about it. Jason Miller, Steve Chungus, or whatever that moron is. These are people that run his campaign talking about, like, if DeSantis pops off again, he's going to get Thor's hammer. It's like, who the fuck are you, dude? Like, who are you? Didn't Jason Miller get busted for, like, not paying child support and running out on his old lady? Yeah, I don't know that These, anybody that's in government or works in Washington, D.C. has like. But, doesn't but, have any skeletons yeah, in their closet. But they're making all these threats against the Sanders. Like, what? Are, you got no power. You're not going to do it. You don't sway voters. You're a nobody. You got like a few hundred thousand on Twitter. I said, like, but nobody listens to you because you're a joke. You're a joke. But the problem that I'm seeing or the point that I'm trying to make is these are the people that Donald Trump surrounds himself with. Who does Santos have? He had Christina Pushaw, and she was never off the reservation. She was fire. Like that one would, would crucify people, but she was never, she never went too far. And that's the thing I see with Trump's psychophants. It's like, no, these people, it's a circus, dude. Until you purge these morons, get these people away from Trump. It's grifters. I think these are grifters. Had I don't know better people around him, he could have given Trump a a better run for his money. I I agree too. Yeah, I agree with that. I think if he'd run a better campaign, but at the same time, though, and look, I'm not going to sit in your armchair quarterback it. I think that we've already discussed the Twitter launch. That was a dumb move. Shouldn't have done that. But secondly, at the same time, though. I think this is a lesson for a lot of people, myself included, that if you're going to run against Donald Trump, you're going to have to play a whole different game, and that's not DeSantis. DeSantis yeah. can't play that game. He's a Boy Scout. To beat Donald Trump, you got to be better. you got to be more evil. And there are people that are like that, but they just don't have the, uh, the je ne sais quoi, if you will. I, I don't know. It's like, But that's not DeSantis. DeSantis is not that, and I'm glad that he's not that type of guy. It's like, I wouldn't want him to be. But uh, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like people like Vivek Ramaswamy, I think unfortunately, he is. that's what it takes to win. Yeah, in well, politics, to, no, to beat Trump. I think to beat it, Trump. That's what it takes to win in these politics. Uh, I, I don't think so. That's how he beat Hillary Clinton, right? He got out no. there, crooked Hillary. He he bashed her. He went after the Democrats. He went after the Republicans. Yeah. No, hold on. Wait a second. I'm not disagreeing. But do you think that he went to the level back then that he resorts to now? Because I don't think he does. Uh. I didn't, he didn't say anything so off the wall back then. I'm kind of like, oh, it was like people, it read like, he talked about you'd be in jail. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. It, it resonated with people. But now it was kind of like with his truth social rants. I'm like, dude, you're off the reservation. Like, I can't take you seriously anymore. So that that's, I think there's a, they say there's a massive difference between 2016 Donald Trump and 2024 Donald Trump. I think they've changed drastically. So the more drastically they changed in order to beat that, that new version of Trump, DeSantis can't compete with that. Like even even back in 2016, like the likes of Ted Cruz, you you couldn't compete with the 2016 Donald. Your wife is ugly. It's like, bro, bro. How, like Call grandpa ugly. You know. But the other part is like, I mean, you could compete. You're gay. Yes. Your wife is ugly. It's like, yeah, it's probably why. You know, I could probably bang yours if I wanted to, and you probably ran around on yours as well. What is she not like? Fuck you, good enough. Like, what is this? What are, what are you talking about, Trump? It's like mine might be ugly, but she's sticking with me. It's like you, you've got a million that you can't even satisfy one. So I mean. I mean, I'd like, I mean, if I could, like, I think it would be hilarious to, like, sit there and, like, host this panel of just, like, a Trump debate, but Trump roasts kind of debate. Does that make sense? Like, just, just, just name, just a whole panel of name calling. Let's just forget the topics of debate. Let's get the original 2016 candidates back there. It's like, all right, rematch, no election, shit talk away. Just go for it. And then, oh my God, they go crazy. They go crazy. It'd be hilarious. It'd be the greatest thing to watch. It'd be like the best. There needs to be, like, a political roast. Do you remember the roasts with like Dean Martin and the rest yeah. of them? Those old school roasts. They still do them. Yeah. There should be a political roast. But instead, it's just like literally all these politicians go up there and they just shit talk did, each other. Uh, they did Trump in like 2012. Yeah, it's different though. It's different. I'm talking about like, because Trump back then was still loved, but now people don't like him. But I'm talking about, let's get Ted Cruz. Let's get Matt Gates, Let's get Rand Paul. Let's get them all up there. I would, I would pay. I would pay to see this. I would pay to see something like that put on. That'd be hilarious. Just let the politicians go at it. But all right, let's get more on topic. AT&T, folks. It wasn't a Chinese EMP. 
It was not uh, a takeover. The cause of the national service outage was the execution of an incorrect process. AT&T said the network disruption that caused tens of thousands of customers to lose cellular devices or cellular, cellular service Thursday was not a result of a cyber attack. After service was fully restored around 6 p.m., um, the mobile phone service provider revealed the result of its initial investigation into the outage. Based on our, our on our internal review, we believe the outage was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process used as we were expanding our network, not a cyber attack, AT&T posted on X. We are continuing to we are continuing our assessment to ensure we keep deliverance or delivering the service that are blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then my question is then. Now I, I do know that some of these services don't they don't they share towers? Yeah, I think okay. so. That would explain it then. That I could buy. Yeah. Because if these were, say, for example, these were just AT&T towers that were not shared, then it's like, well, then how do you explain, for example, Verizon and T-Mobile? Because they had outages as well. Now, if they're sharing towers, that part I get. That part I get. And it's not that I'm sitting there saying, like, folks, this wasn't a cyber attack. I'm saying that this was not an EMP attack. I'm telling you right now, that was not an EMP attack. I said yesterday on the show, it could be a cyber attack. I don't know. But people went... Off the reservations, like, the Chinese are invading. Blah, blah, blah. So y'all need to calm the hell down. Y'all need to calm the hell down. But they're saying it was security, or there was a process they didn't. Okay, if you buy that, fine. Either way, it is what it is. But oh my God, people were just ready to start burning everything down and like taking over and stuff. It's a GMP. Like Laura Luma, it's an EMP. It's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. This is the reason why women shouldn't be in politics. You're an idiot. Stop talking. Oh my gosh. Gonna have a short show today, folks, by the way. So let's get into it. Porn star. I don't know if you've seen this trending, and you're probably not gonna like my positioning on this, but I really don't care. Uh, Porn star claims a man's gym act is proof women aren't safe in 2024. Oh, the victim narrative continues. Now, if you've not seen this video, I I highly encourage you go watch it. I highly encourage you go watch it. A young woman has posted a video of a man interrupting her gym sessions, claiming it is proof that women are not safe in 2024. Adult content creator Maddie is filming herself performing a pulse squat at the gym with a medicine ball when a man approached her. Now, she's in Converse sneakers. Okay, Converse sneakers. She clearly does not look like she exercises at all. But far be it from me. Maybe she's new to the gym. Who knows? When you actually watch the video and why she's filming herself... You can clearly tell why she is choosing to do that. She is sitting there replicating as if she is grinding on a penis. She's acting like a slut in the gym. She's a porn star, OnlyFans content creator, and she's in front of everybody, in front of everybody, holding a medicine ball and like bouncing like she's riding on a deck. Now, I'm sorry. That's not what a gym is for. If you want to be a degenerate slut, go do it in your own home. Don't do it in the gym. I don't pay to have to be around you prostitutes. I, I, I don't do that. That stuff's ridiculous. But that's not even the issue. The issue is a man confronted her, and she didn't like it. Yeah. What are you doing, he asked. She explained she was doing a leg warm-up, but he disagreed. He said, I know what you're doing. Folks, you don't have to be Ray Charles to see what the hell was going on there. Whores being a whore. The stranger told uh, Miss Ruve, a popular porn star who charges fans uh, again, and this is why they do this. They have they they're trying to engage in these viral clickbait things because it drives more traffic to their OnlyFans. This New York Post article picked it up. They've got her name. They got everything there, and the people are gonna go look it up. They do this for a reason. They do this for a reason because why? All of you sent beta males out there who who hope they're gonna touch your PP. You back, you, you praise this. I got into it with women on Instagram about this. Like, you're just jealous. Like, no, I'm not jealous. You degenerate sluts. We've listened to your enabling type behavior for so long. It's time that masculine men stood up and said, no, you women need to shut the hell up with your don't judge. No, I'm going to judge because here's the problem. It's the women enablers and not all women. I'm not trying to lump all women, but it's these females out there and some of the beta males, not the mad. I don't see masculine people defending this. And if they are, they're not very masculine. They're actually lying to themselves. But instead, what I see are people trying to defend this, this type of ridiculous behavior. That girl, that woman, she's, she's an example. 
that other little girls are going to look at and they're going to watch this. Is that how you want to act? Is that how you want to be? So this man stands up and confronts her and says, uh, the stranger told Mrs. Rue, uh, what is, she says, you are what's wrong with girls. He also added, she should keep this kind of behavior online. Branding it ridiculous. It's unclear why, why Miss uh, what's her, was filming herself, but social media users have speculated that she may have been, ca- been creating content for her X-rated subscription. Yes, that's exactly what she was doing. She was teasing people. The racy content creator posted the exchange online, which has amassed millions of views on TikTok, and she said she couldn't believe she was shamed for innocently stretching at the gym. No. Folks, here's, here's a photo of it. Really? You're filming that angle? Literally a full frontal with your snatch hanging out on clear display, and you're saying, I was just stretching innocent. No, you weren't, slut. No, you weren't. You should boot her out of the gym is what you should do. Kick him out of the gym. No phones, or excuse me, no videotape, no, vi- no video on anything in the gym. That should be a common rule in any gym. Yeah. No tripods, no, no filming, nothing. Do you see that in the gym that you go to? No, thankfully. thankfully there's, there's some at the gym when I go I went, to. There yeah. are some women who are filming their workouts. Oh, they all do. They all do. And it's I, I used to go to Destination Dallas. And I, I've been with them for, man, I want to say since 2016, 2017, when I got out of the Army, I moved to Dallas. That was the gym I started going. And it, for those that don't know, Destination Dallas is the South's uh, mecca, bodybuilding location. Think of it like the 1970s um, Gold's Gym that Arnold used to go work out at. That's what Destination Dallas is to the South. Now, there's some great people that work at Destination that I love. I love the gym. But unfortunately, the management has just let that gym fall into such disarray because every time you go, there's somebody with a tripod filming a workout, screaming like a banshee, which, again, I'm not opposed to that, but it's like people do it for... Um, recognition as well. They're trying to draw attention. I've seen TikTokers and YouTubers in there. I saw this one Asian dude literally takes his shirt off and starts going crazy by the free weights. It got to the point where it was getting dangerous. Yeah. And I'd go to the, I'd go to the, my friends at the front desk and look, is anything going to get done about this? Like, what's going on here? And they're like, the gym owners say it's a good thing because it's getting them out there on social media. They're getting tagged. They're getting customers. Like, but you're destroying what you've built by letting these attention-seeking fucking OnlyFans sluts in here and these TikTok wannabe stars. It's ridiculous. People come to a gym to work out, not having to be worried about being filmed on some woman who's got a little snatch show and wanting to get filmed some X-rated content. It's ridiculous. So once again, isn't it always the same? It's the attention-seeking wannabe fucking famous pieces of shit and then the porn stars that come in and they ruin everything. Debauchery and vanity, when introduced into a society that just wants to do what it wants to do, always ruins it. So, you know, I kind of like the fact that this dude comes in there and says, get out of my gym. Like, you, no, you don't belong here. You want to go do this, you do it at home. But you want to come in, you better act right. And this is what happens when you have no moral standards in this society. She asked her followers if they thought the behavior was fair, and she just, because she's a sex worker, doesn't mean she she wasn't simply exercising. Yeah, bullshit. Now you're a liar. Now you're a slut and a liar. There's a massive difference there. And here's the thing. Anyone in the fitness world knows. They know. So I'm wondering if we're going to see a video from uh, Joey Swole, the proper gym etiquette guy out there who does all these reactionary things on TikTok about people in the gym, and I think he just does it for... uh, he does it for clout. Like, he's the guy that's like, you know, he tries to shame the bully. Bully the bullies in a sense. I'm like, Dude. I remember Joey Swole from the olden days. And not a lot of people like Joey Swole from back then. But maybe he's changed. I'm waiting to see what Joey Swole, Joey Swole says on this. He's the SME on this type of behavior. Or not this per se, but like, for example, when this one woman was like doing pull-ups and a guy was on a, a thing right next to her and he started doing pull-ups and she was like, oh, whoa, it's too close. Like, his dick was too close. He's like, bro, those are, those are uh, pull-up bars. And there's four of them. That's what they're used for. You're, you're trying to get attention now. He called that out, which I, you know, I don't hate the dude, but I'm just going to see. I want to see you take a controversial take like this and do a reactionary. I hope maybe he has. I don't know. I, has he done? I, I, I'm very interested. I hope. I hope. I don't hate this guy, but I hope he has the balls to call out this bullshit. Because right now, if you do, you're going against the feminist agenda. Oh, did he, did he do a response? Oh, please tell me he did. Oh, thank you, Twage. Please don't don't disappoint me, Joey. Don't because he's good on a lot of stuff. Okay, Joey Swole weighs in. Let's listen to this. All right, real quick though, what are we thinking? How do we think he's gonna react? How do we think he's gonna react? I'm interested. All right, here we go. He's filming. He shows the video too. 
Right now, he's showing the uh, what the actual video. He like kicked her phone. That was a little overboard. Shouldn't have kicked her phone. A ton of people sent me this video asking me who's right, who's wrong. My answer, they're both wrong. For ah, damn it. I have to agree with them. I agree that they're both wrong. She was wrong. Had he not kicked her phone, he'd have stayed in the room. But he kicked her phone. It's like, all right, dude, there, there's a time. No, you shouldn't be kicking the phone. But okay, let, I'm respect. Let's see what Joey says. First off to this man, you have no right to speak to anyone that way. You don't classify. Okay. Nope. Lost me. Lost me on that one. You don't have a right to speak anyone that way. Yes, you do. It's called free speech. You absolutely do. By all women based off that girl. And you absolutely never touch someone's property. Okay. That part I agree with. Yes. You never touch somebody's property, but he says he has no right to speak to that girl in that way. Um, actually, yeah, you do. You have a right to speak to anybody any way you want. That's free speech. Yeah. But to criticize her for what she's doing. Yes. He absolutely has every right. If you have a problem, you talk to gym management and you let them handle it. But this woman is also wrong. The type of content she creates in the gym is not okay and not appropriate, including this video. She tries to defend herself saying that she's doing pistol squats and warming up. This is not a pistol squat. You know exactly what you were doing. And then you go and say, why do we have to sexualize everything? We don't, but you do including when you did the exact same warm-up and said this on the video and put in the caption, practicing every day to please you, Daddy. And a photo like this, bent yeah. over on yeah. all fours. Where you yes, that's what she does. He's, he's right on this aspect. Now, a little social experiment here. I've got the actual Instagram thing pulled up. Now, I agree partially with Joey on this one. But if you look at the comments, who are all the ones defending her? Women. She didn't break a single gym rule by bouncing while squatted. If you remove the camera and just seen it from across the gym, you would. It's a woman. I'm going to have to disagree on this one. I guess that she's sexualizing or whatever, but she's not naked, and that's your choice. A lot of workouts look sexual. Don't look at her. The dude sees take a personal, too. That's a woman. Who else? Uh, respectfully disagree. First, I think this was staged. The girl allowed to do what she wants. Shouldn't be harassed. That's a dude. That's a dude. He looks like a beta dude. Inappropriate of her. Yeah. Should have handled it better. Also. Yes. Yeah. But isn't it funny? And there are some women in here that are, are saying, what kind of leg warm up is that? And there are some women attacking her as they should be. It's very interesting on this one. Again, he doesn't have the right to speak to her that way. Yes. I think you do. When you want to sit there and act like a degenerate little slut and you want to do that in front of, you know, people. Let me ask you this then. Let me ask these women out there that disagree with me on this one. That are in those comments if they, they probably don't watch the show, but whatever. Well, she wasn't naked. Okay, so what if she was twerking? She, what if, if she was twerking? If you go to her TikTok account, she's wearing a t-shirt that says size queen. Yeah. So. She's a slut. Yeah. She's a whore. That's yeah. how she's making her living. That's how she's making her living. Yeah. So now the thing is, here's the thing. This guy didn't know who she was, but he just said, he's like, you're what's wrong with all girls. He recognized her for what yeah. she was. How, how long do we have to keep sitting here and playing dumb to what these sluts and whores are doing here? These only fans creators. Do you get to sit there and play stupid? It's like, well, no, stop making excuses for them. This type of degenerate behavior should not be tolerated by good, fine standing, upstanding uh, citizens. Because what if children see that? What if young girls see this? Now, I understand the, the live and let live. I understand that. But as a gym owner, boot that shit the fuck out. Yeah. It's like, you're free to go do this at your home gym if you want. Absolutely not. Not here. You're not going to sit here and film content for your OnlyFans to tease people. That's ridiculous. This is what happens with a degenerate society. You see, it went from, oh, there's nothing wrong with a girl doing OnlyFans. Sex workers are real workers. No, they're not. But either way... And then what happens? That degenerate behavior spills out into the real world. 
And then there's no boundaries. And it's like, oh, well, hey, they were having sex, but their clothes were on. You couldn't see any penetration. So what's the problem? Do you see how the boundary keeps getting moved inch by inch by inch? It's always, oh, well, you know, hey, I, sh I should be allowed to wear whatever I want to the gym and you shouldn't be allowed to look at me. Um, no, it's, it's my right to look at you. There is nothing that says I can't sit there and stare at you. So if you're going to walk around with your tits hanging out, I'm going to stare at you. And if you get mad, cover your tits up. What would you have done if you saw that girl doing that? Would you if I saw her doing that, probably film her and then shame her. I'd probably film it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, if you're going to film this, I'm going to film you. If you want to sit here and act like a degenerate whore, I'm going to film you. You should be shamed. This is ridiculous. And then I'd probably go tell the gym owner, it's like, dude, what is this? Yeah. Are you allowing this now? Like, this is, this is just, this is off the wall. But the, the thing is, though, Destination, they're allowing that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Not, not, the, not to that the extent. The gym I go to, there's, uh, I've seen like three or four women yeah. who will set up their tripod. Mm -hmm. uh, three of them are in shape. Mm -hmm. One is a great big fat lady. There's a difference in documenting your fitness journey, which I'm not, I, uh, yes, be proud of that. Absolutely. But folks, come on. We know the difference between somebody that's doing this for attention-seeking behavior for this, the purpose of sexualizing themselves versus those that are checking their form. And that's a thing. I've done it myself, like especially with squats, with, uh, you know, deadlifts, stuff like that. You do film yourself so you can go back and rewatch and say, make sure my back is straight. Make sure I'm getting a good deep squat, yada, yada, yada. There's various things to critique yourself and work on so you don't permanently injure yourself. I'm not demonizing that. That's completely different. You're doing it for the right reasons. But there are the, like everybody wants to be a fucking fitness influencer these days. It's just silly. Look at me. I'm doing bicep curls. Like, oh, I haven't seen that a million times from a million different people. It's like, oh, I've invented this new way of growing your biceps. It's called working out. Well, how about that? We don't need any more gym influencers. We've got enough. Trust me. But either way, this woman right here, that's a slut. She should be shamed. Don't give a fuck if people don't like it. And of course, it's always the women in the comments. It's always women in the comments defending that type of behavior. And then before you know it, like, what, is there a line with some of them? Is there a line uh, How about like when your husband role. starts uh, yeah. donating money to her OnlyFans mm -hmm. account? Yeah. Then maybe you yeah. get upset a little bit? No, no, no. Hey, I mean, ask these same women that. that I, I guarantee. Like, so if it's not sex and, you know, who's it hurting? If your husband pays her just to look at her content, it's not hurting anybody. Do you then have an issue? Oh, no, no, no. Then it's a problem. Then it's a problem. Get out of here with this nonsense. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. So it's kind of like, and I, I would tell the gym owners, like, if this is the kind of content that's going to be allowed to be filmed here, I'm going to find a different gym. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's like, she's going to cause you to lose customers. And if you're a gym owner, I, I tell you right now, if I open, there's not a lot of money in gyms, to be honest with you. I, I was a goal of mine a long time ago, but then I started getting into the financials of it. It's insanely difficult to get rich being a gym owner. Like it's, it just is your overhead costs. I it's think a you lot. Would just have it just to be able to have a place to work out. Probably, yeah. probably. Just the way you like yeah. it. Now, unless you're like Destination, they have the Gasp clothing line, and it's very, very overpriced, but that's how they keep a lot of their stuff going because they have a very popular clothing line. It's Swiss made, but they over it's like 50 bucks for a T-shirt. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. There ain't no way. No way I'm paying 50 bucks for a T-shirt just because it's got your brand on it. Like, no, I don't care. I wouldn't even do that for Harley or Indian. It's not going to happen. Um, but either way, Destination's going the same route, and a lot of people, a lot of the people that I used to work out with there from years ago, they're gone. It's like, nope. It's like, I'm not dealing with this. You've turned this into a fuckboy prison. It's like, it's all it is. It's, yeah, and you see these women walk in there and they are wearing skin tight bottoms. Their coochie is showing. Yeah. They do this intentionally. They'll wear these very, very skimpy outfits to where it leaves very little of the imagination. And they'll sit there and blame you for looking and say, you shouldn't be sexualizing us. You're a woman. You're in shape. You have tits. You have ass. Of course I'm attracted to that. Or of course I'm turned on by that. It's like telling a hungry dog, oh, control yourself. I can control myself. Of course I can. But you better not sit there and pearl clutch when I'm sitting there looking at what you have on display. You don't want it looked at? Don't display it. That's the way the world works. Don't expect men to change because you want to go out there and act like a slut. You want to be a slut? Do it in your own home. You want to act like it in public? That's how you're going to get treated. Because here's the deal. You would do the same thing to men if we were able to do the same thing women. Because we only have one erogenous zone. It's our dick. That's it. But women, how would you feel if men are out there in like little skin-tight leotards with their junk hanging out? But as long as it's covered, well, hey, who's it hurting? It's not naked. But you can see the imprint of his dick and his balls hanging out. I mean, yeah, no, no, that's, that, that's fine, right? Because there's nothing showing. 
You see a little brain down there. You probably see the veins in a sack. But as long as it's not showing, we're good then, right? You hypocrites of no moral caliber, you are what's wrong with society. That's why in half of you are parents. You should have your kids taken away because you're pieces of shit parents and you're raising little future sluts as well and little simp incels. That's what's the problem with America right now. We've got too much freedom. Too much freedom. It's hilarious to me. And then when people exercise their own rights, like Joey, so you have no right to speak her that way. Absolutely, he does. They should be shamed. Fuck them sluts. Fuck them. They are ruining society. And if you don't like that tough shit, that's free speech. You, you're free to disagree with it as well. What I'm, and here's the thing. What I wish we could see is in 50 years from now, when these young women that have done this are single and alone. Or they're in these relationships with men that don't prioritize them. They treat them like shit because they've treated themselves like shit for so long. You treated yourself like a sexual object. You sold your body for money. So why should any self-respecting high-value man ever treat you any differently? I'm very curious as to this. I love how in today's society, it's like everybody has value. No, you don't. Just because you have a heartbeat does not mean you possess value or worth. Now, some people can have that perspective of saying, like, everybody's valuable. No, they're really not. I've known a lot of people. They're not very valuable. They're worthless. A few of them have even worked here. We've had to fire them. They were worthless. You do not have value just by simply being alive. You are a being. You are real. You have value unto yourself. But value is what other people value you as. Now, value is differential. I value you as a slut because that's how you act. I value this person as a very good worker, a fine, upstanding citizen. They're dependable. I value them in that capacity. So your value is determined by how you present yourself to society. Now, if you don't like that, have you tried getting an honest job, an education? I don't know, something along those lines. Or no, you just wanted to be a whore. Ultimately, you wanted to take the easy way out. You wanted to show off your boobs, make a few bucks, and that's, a little, that's literally it. Why else would you do it? Is it empowering? No, it's not. That's a lie you tell yourself to make you feel good and justify your slut behavior. Massive difference. Massive difference. Good for the guy. Good for the guy. Yeah. Not safe. And, I don't, and here's the other thing. Don't you love how she phrased that? Not safe for women in 2024. Not safe? Were you, were you in any physical danger? Did he, did he put hands on you? Did he make threats? Now, he shouldn't have kicked your phone. Fair enough. But at that same point, did you like, did he lay, oh, it's not safe. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Whores aren't real people. <laughs> Sorry, it's just not. <laughs> just not. You don't have a soul. You see what happens when you allow this type of degenerate behavior to run rampant without being checked by good, moral, upstanding citizens? You know who would check this, though? Islam. Oh, my God. Put a Muslim dude in there. Oh, he'd shame her for it. And here's the thing. Here's the, that'd be the best scenario right there. What if that was a Muslim dude? How do you think society at large would react. Now you got feminism takes on Islam. It's like, oh, probably, probably wouldn't have gone viral. <laughs> oh, I think it would have. You think so? Oh, I think it would have caused like the, it's like intersectional politic one-on-one, uh, -on -one. the feminist slut versus the Muslim man. Well, we can't talk shit about feminist sluts because they're powered women and me too. Can't talk shit about the Muslim because he's Islam and that's being, you know, Islamophobic. So ultimately, somehow they're both victims and they're both right. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Like, don't, like, these women, you want to go out there and act a certain way. And that's what, that's the other thing, like, women I love about, they'll ask me, it's like, would you ever fuck them? It's like, absolutely I would. Would I ever marry them? Absolutely I would not. Would I ever date them? Nope. I'd bang you. Why? Because if I'm not in a relationship and I'm just looking to get my rocks off and you're down and we're down to hook up and we understand what it is, of course I'm going to use you for that. But I'm going to go into it telling you, it's like, don't expect a ring because I would never marry you. You're, you're low value. I, I look at you and I just see a vagina and some tits. That's it. That's literally it. You're, you don't even have a soul in my eyes. Now, that's with that's for a woman that does that. And men are no different. Men are no different. If men resort to that type of behavior, they're no different. I know this comes off as female bashing. Men are just as bad. But if a woman comes off as if that's what she does for a living, that's what you're going to get treated as. Uh, wasn't it Gandhi that said you can't turn a hoe into a housewife? I think it was. Pretty sure. I think it was. Don't quote me on that, but you can quote me on that. Parents, do better raising your children. We need better role models. We need more role, better role models for these young women. Traditionalism is making a comeback, though. I will say that is some good news. A lot of women are looking at what's going on in society, and they're saying, I don't want to be that. I would take an Audrey Hepburn over a Cardi B any day of the week. Class beautiful, 
well-kept, put-together, articulate, very intelligent, has skills. She embraces femininity. She is the perfect counterbalance to masculinity. Cardi B, that's a ghetto slut. I, yeah, no. And guess, and who always hangs around these types of loser dudes, loser dudes that offer literally nothing, nothing to society. You got to love it. You got to love it. But far be it from the rest of us to say anything in opposition to this. Because if you do, stop shaming them. No, no, we should bring back shaming. Shaming works. It balances society. You do need shaming. If you're a guy that acts like a woman, you should be shamed. Even gay dudes that act effeminate, you should be shamed. I know plenty of gay guys that are masculine. It's like, bro, I'm sorry. This guy's just acting like a faggot. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm gay. I like dick. I don't know what he's acting like because that's just, that's gay as fuck. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. My brother's one of them. Like, he's gay as hell. He's like, John, some of these faggots just kill me. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's hilarious. He's like a six foot four jack yoked motherfucker, though. Your and brother? his husband, huh? Your brother? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And his husband, uh, he's a nice dude. He's also, he's, he's a big guy. So it's kind of like, who's, who's the bottom and who's the. <laughs> but either way, when you see them, it's just kind of like, they'll look at these guys like, well, I don't know what this dude's doing. I don't know why he's acting like that. That's just stupid. Has nothing to do with being gay. But it's a stereotype they try and fit to showcase how gay they are so they can get attention for their sexuality. I'm sorry. Men are not women. Men are not women. It's ridiculous. But, of course, you say anything, you know, in opposition to that. Then, of course, you're... (sighs) You're yeah, mis- I don't you're know misogynist. That I would have handled it the same way that guy did by yeah, calling yeah. her out and kicking her phone. Over, I wouldn't have but- kicked her phone, but I think calling her out is what's needed. I mean, here's the thing: when you start seeing people shaming more of these people in public places, it'll change. But if yeah. you don't and it's allowed to continue, it won't change. It'll only exacerbate and get worse. It'll only get worse. It's like you should shame them, and you know you don't have to go as far as they they want you to, which is like you know going out there and like kicking their phone. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying yes. You should say, it's "Like, what is what is wrong with you? What would your father she, think of you?" I mean, you could tell what she was doing. She, she knew exactly. Yeah, what she, yeah, it wasn't like she was working out or stretching yeah. or something like that. It was obviously she was doing yeah. something sexual. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But again, you know, people love that stuff. Don't shame the hoes. They have feelings. No, they don't. No, they don't. They're not real people. They sold their soul out for a very, very long time ago. All right, that does it for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast, folks. I got to get going. I got a lot of yard work I got to do. But uh, we will be here back Monday morning. Monday morning. We should have a good time next week. So appreciate you. We love you. Make sure you go also go check out Shellshock CBD. And don't forget, right now we're running a deal on uh, ShellshockCBD.com. Use code MUG. Get a uh, buy one Shellshock mug. Get a free CBD tea while supplies last. Running that deal right now. Don't sleep on this. Again, go to shellshockcbd.com, use code MUG, and buy one Shellshock mug and get a free CBD tea while supplies last. We're almost completely sold out of the tea and we're not bringing them back. So if you enjoy the tea, now is the time to stock up. We appreciate your love and support. You guys have been phenomenal. Don't forget to hit the uh, thumbs up button, share the episode. We appreciate you. We love you. And if you could, go support us over on Locals. Until next time, you got anything to add, my man? Have a great weekend. And as always, shame the sluts.